This is WVEW LP Brattleboro 107.7 FM, your community radio station, streaming online at WVEW.org. And you're listening to Indigo Radio every Sunday at 1 p.m. Indigo Radio is all about deepening understanding and making connections. You can also find us at uh, Facebook, Instagram, and on Twitter at Indigo Radio. And our shows are recorded and uploaded to SoundCloud and iTunes after the show. We also replay on WVEW Mondays at noon. We are a group of area educators. This is Anna um, Milani in the studio, and I'm uh, part of the Spark Teaching Institute, a local educator, and I'm also at school at UMass Amherst. I'm here with Lauren. Hey, Lauren. Hi, Anna. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. And Lauren, you teach up in Springfield, right? I do. I'm a kindergarten teacher up in Springfield, and I um, work with the Spark program also and live in Bellows Falls. Nice. And... Today, we have a show that is going to be featuring the voices of two Brattleboro teenagers. It is um, a show discussing the touring musical Listen Up, Vermont. The show consists of teen voices talking about what's going on in their lives and the issues that they face. Uh, And it was a project that consisted of eight months of interviews and conversations, listening sessions with Vermont youth. It's directed and produced by Bess O'Brien. Isaac Eddy is another director of the show. And the show is going to be playing August 10th and 11th at Landmark at 730 in Putney. And so we'll make sure that we post all that info on our Facebook page. And today we uh, spend the hour listening from listening to Amar Vargas and Silas Brubaker. They sat down for an interview to talk about the show with myself and another Indigo host, Michaela Sims. But before we get to the interview, I'm going to pass it over to Lauren, who's going to introduce us to the first song we're going to play. All right. So our first song is going to be by Shanguzo, and it's called It's a Good Day to Fight the System. I woke up feeling great The birds are in the trees They singing me a melody La 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 for the police My head is on straight My heart is in peace My soul is incredibly Ready to change his story It's a Down in the underground Come on. It's a good 
WVEW, uh, and you're listening to Indigo Radio with Lauren and Anna today. Um, we're happy to be here. I'm so excited, Lauren, to be back in the studio. Me too. It's been, I think, oh, like almost two years for me. Wow. Like a year and a half at least. Okay. I was, I was in here recently, but I feel that we all just are so excited to be back in the studio, of course, taking all the precautions we need to. But yeah, it's kind of like a lonely thing recording the show at home sometimes. Oh yeah, it's a totally it's a totally different feeling. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so we, uh, like I said, we're spending an hour learning about this uh, musical right now that's touring Vermont called Listen Up. It's going to be at Landmark College in Putney, August tenth and eleventh. And Michaela Sims and I spent this past week with Amar Vargas and Silas Brubaker. They're both Brattleboro teens. The, the musical consists of teens all around the state, but Mar and Silas are actually grew up in Brattleboro. So yeah, we're going to head to the first part of that interview with them. All right, here we go. All right, so Amar and Silas, welcome to Indigo Radio. We're so happy to have you on. Kayla and I would just love for you to first introduce yourselves. Okay, hi, I'm Silas Brubaker. I'm 14. I live in Brattleboro. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Yes. <laughs> I'm Amar Vargas. I'll be 18 and I live in Brattleboro. You'll be 18? I'll be 18 in, two, in almost three weeks. Are you a senior? I'll be a senior this school year. <laughs> How did that happen? I'm so old. I'm so old. <laughs> So Michaela, these two are both with you at, at BUHS, right? Yes, they are. <laughs> and we are just really happy to have you on because uh, we don't always have teens on the show, but it's so important. And I know that the show that you're doing, this musical that you all have been doing this summer is about teen voices. So could you tell our listeners what the show is and what is it about? Uh, sure. It's it's unlike anything you've ever seen. <laughs> um, it is a collection. It's almost documentary, but there are things that were written as fiction in it. So it's kind of an amalgamation of all sorts of different things. Um, but we do use like documentary material direct quotes from interviews that Bess O'Brien did with hundreds, over 800 teens all across the state. Um, we use quotes from that. 
We use things written by teens for the script. We also use words from adults. And, you know, the cast and the crew, the full company has, we have had some problems with things that adults have put in the script. And we have been able to change a lot of them. Nice. Because some of the scenes or lines have been coming from adults trying to speak as teens and they weren't working and it just it wasn't good <laughs> and we've had a lot of liberty with changing things and sometimes we don't but we know that we are just we're the cast and we can't change everything but we have had some chances did either of you write anything for the show there was a scene that we rewrote and then and then we cut it yeah. but <laughs> we did rewrite a scene together because it was um our scene and I wrote a monologue that I put in it. Because yeah. when we got here on the, when we got here on the fourth, we got like a general script, and then like we went through, we saw things that we didn't like, and the directors like encouraged us to like pick at it and like change things that we wanted to change, and they let us do that. And so like the things that we really didn't like, we got to hammer out and we made it better. Yeah, there there are things that we weren't allowed to change because of our sponsors which is an issue. And I could rant about that for a long time, but I don't know if I'm allowed to. So I'm not going to talk. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we're going to look forward to the uncut version. <laughs> and we can see your scene in it. And yeah, sponsorship is, you know, that's, it's dicey. Yeah. I mean, I would love to know an example, if, if you could talk about, I mean, it sounds like, some adults, I mean, this happens all the time, right? Like adults think they know what's maybe happening for teens and maybe they do sometimes. And then sometimes maybe they're a little bit off. So I'm, I'm curious, like from your perspective, what would, can you give it maybe an example of where um, the, the adult writing you were able to change and say, actually, this is like more what it's like to be a teenager since we're teenagers. God, there's, there's so much. What, we could we could go so deep into this. There's some there's um let's see. There's one it was like talking about like their friends and the line was like, my buds, my peeps, my tribe. <laughs> and it was so cheesy. There's our scene, which our scene okay. um was <laughs> so bad. I can't even it's so bad. It was about these two characters named Sam and Alex, and Sam was a trans man, and Alex was, was he gay or bi? But was he? I don't know. No, 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 he was gay. And okay. But the original script, that it was like, I was bi until I changed my mind. <laughs> um, it was not good. And so Amar played uh, Alex, and I played Sam, because one good thing about this show is that we're only having trans people portray trans characters, which is nice. It does feel kind of token though, but we can get onto that later. <laughs> what was it? Yeah, okay. It was not a good scene. It was... I have feelings about this. <laughs> um, do you want to talk while I think about this? There are, like, a lot of, like, throwaway lines that really didn't work. Like, in one of the lines that I was supposed to say in the original script, mm -hmm. I was responding to Silas, and it's like, LGBTQ and counting. And there were it was finger really guns. It was really bad. Oh, it was so bad. And there was also, they t they tried to talk about self-harm, but not in the right, it was, it, the line was literally, yo, 
sometimes there were days when cutting was the only way to get through the day. Yo, it started with yo. No, that's so terrible. That's so terrible. If you're going to talk about that, don't talk about it like that. Oh, no. But we rewrote it. And then it was cut. Um, but <laughs> Okay, but the, it seems like the point I'm getting, though, is that the, the show is uh, by teenagers, and therefore, let's Most have teenagers write it, because... I'm not going to pretend I know it how was, to be a teenager. <laughs> yeah. It's still not completely. If we had like a month more, uh -huh. we could make it completely and entirely what we wanted to put on stage. Yeah. And we are very proud of it, but yeah. there's always more. There were lines, sorry, there were lines that were still being tweaked as of like yesterday and the day before. And we're like still like messing with lines and making them better. Yeah. And then because we're getting into tech and our first show's tomorrow, we had to kind of like stop that a little bit. Our first show's tomorrow. And I think we finished the script about a week ago, which was rough. <laughs> How do you feel about being on stage and singing? And is that something you look forward to or is something you've been doing all your life? 100%. Yeah. I look forward to it a lot. It's, it's like an interesting show because it's like device theater, which I've never done before. Yeah, it's, what's the definition of it? Device theater is like where the actors work together with the directors to make something that they all want to have. And um, we also got to do some choreography, which was fun. Um, but yes, I'm so looking forward to being on stage. I love performing and storytelling. I love holding audiences captive. I love talking to people. I love entertaining people. Oh, it's the best. <laughs> Wow, sounds like you're in the right place. What do you hope uh, audiences take away from this? And, and uh, it's a two-part question. It's what do you hope audiences take away? And also, who do you hope come out for it? Well, one thing we've been talking about how it is that how it's, it's, if you have a relative who's like, trying their hardest to be politically correct, but just can't quite do it. That's who this show is for. <laughs> um, I think someone, someone in the cast said, this show is for middle-aged white liberals. And I 100% agree with that. It's for everyone, but it's, it's definitely for everyone. But the issues that we bring up I think a lot of teens already know about because these are teens voices. And so it's, I, I really, I do want teens to come see this cause I want to see their voices. I want them to see their voices represented in a show. Cause that's really cool. I love seeing when I agree with something that's put on stage. Um, but I also really, really want parents of teens to come see this because I think it could kind of be an eye opener. And I would love to do that for someone. Um, and I hope that they have a sense of knowing that they're not always in control after seeing this show, like knowing that you can't control your children's lives. <laughs> and we will do things you won't want us to do. Okay, that was... Uh... Silas Brubaker, 
speaking uh, with Michaela and I this past week, along with Amar Vargas, about the show Listen Up. Lauren, what do you think? I think it's, it's, it sounds exciting. It sounds, I love the idea that the, the kids were, you know, having some agency over what was happening mm-hmm. and making some decisions and, you know, feeling like they were, had, a, had a real part in it. Despite, you know, maybe the sponsor's getting in the way. but (laughs) (laughs) Also, what I'm realizing, which I think is hilarious, full disclosure, Lauren and I were like, what songs do we play today? And I had to Google, what are cool teenage songs today? And I was realizing, like, why didn't I ask the teens what they wanted to hear? Because now I'm just, like, taking my answers from Google, which is pretty funny. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll we'll see how they feel afterwards, I suppose. (laughs) Should we go to the song? Yes. All right. The next one we're going to do is by Sia, and it's called Floating Through Space. Yeah. 
is WVEW LP Brattleboro Community Radio on 107.7 and you're listening to Indigo Radio with myself Anna and Lauren and we're listening to an interview with two Vermont teens Amar Vargas and Silas Brubaker that spent time with us this week with Michaela and I and we're gonna um, go to part two. They are touring with their Listen Up musical, Amplifying the Voices of Teens in Vermont. And the second part, they talk more about uh, some of the issues that they face as teenagers. Just life. How would you characterize a show in terms of, like if you had to give a synopsis, what would it be? Like just a sentence or two. I think this show is like a culmination of like hundreds of stories that has just been like compressed into a script that we keep editing. I think that's Yeah, I think it was, it's if a group of 15 teenagers got dressed up in very colorful clothing and we're all like, you know what? Let's just yell at hundreds of people about the things we're mad about, but do it while singing. That's what this is. Well, no, we don't yell at the audience. There are a lot of, it doesn't, it's not a negative show. We do talk about things that we like in the world, but we also talk about things that we don't like in the world because that is how the world is. What are you mad about in the world? Just using your term. So I would love to. No, I don't have thoughts. I just hear what are you mad about? And I think so many things. <laughs> Give us some examples. Um, I was just saying not only from you. I mean, what, what are you, you know, mad at around the world? Um, but also, what are you hearing from other teens around you? Um, I'm very angry with how how many standards there are for any person to live in the world and how difficult it is to just have a life, especially if you are not a straight white man and you cannot get through your life. It's so, so difficult because there are so many expectations of you and it's impossible to meet them all. You can't, have people listen to you and also have them think that you are a nice person and also have them respect you. And it is so impossible to live in this world. And that makes me very angry. We have a scene in the show called the, well, we called it in the script, the chamber of too many balls. And it's basically representing that idea of that teenagers have like too much that are expected of them, too much things to juggle and in the scene, we're trying to juggle balls. Balls are kept getting thrown at us, like, yeah. get a job, get into college, and things like that. Yeah, and there's... And getting the, chaotic. Yeah, there's this list. It's like the coronavirus, economic inequality, gender discrimination, hunger and homelessness, racism, gun violence. That's the exact line. And we're, like, just throwing things at people on stage and just listing these things. And it's... We... The other night... Um, me and like four other people sat on the porch and just aggressively agreed at e- agreed with each other for two hours, just yelling about all the things we were mad at in the world. And we all completely agreed with each other, but we were still yelling because everything just makes us so angry. I feel like 
as a team, you get kind of an outside perspective on like what society looks like because you're you haven't quite been thrown into like the rest of your life yet you still you don't i mean you have but not quite and a lot of people our age are slowly becoming like more um involved in social justice and things like that and we were talking for two hours and it went over, we went through so many different subjects of all the things we were frustrated at and angry with the world about. And it was therapeutic, honestly, it was really nice. How do you think of like, do you talk about what might be causing these, these all these balls to be thrown at you or what do you, have yeah, you- Yeah, we were talking about that a lot. We were talking about we 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 backed up far enough to get to if humans had just not created fire, we would be fine. We would be fine. We were not supposed to have this much intelligence because we spent so much energy digesting raw meat. And if we could just not make fire, everything would be fine. That was a, a huge part of the conversation, actually. The root cause is fire. All right. Yes. <laughs> so, um, on that note, so do you anticipate people, or do you want them leaving feeling uplifted, questioning themselves, like when they step out or during the talk back? Like, what would be um, your vision for how people feel and interact? Depends. It depends on who you are going into the show, because if you don't agree with a lot of the things that we're saying in our show, then I want you to be reflecting on yourself and thinking, oh, maybe I should think about that. And if you are fully in agreement, okay, also... A lot of this show is about how we don't all agree and that's fine. And it's, we all have different perspectives. We say that a lot. We have a lot of conflicting things in, in this show and that's part of what makes it so beautiful. The thing is, if you're racist and you come to the show, I hope you're reflecting on that um, or something along those lines. And if you are a decent human, I hope you're thinking, oh, Maybe I should, like, take some action. At the end of our show, we have a, what's it called? List of demands? A call to action. Yeah, like a call to action list. And it's a list that we all put together of things that we want the world to have more of. Or the prompt was, if you had all the money and all the power, what would you fix? So we kind of made a list of things to fight for. And so that's going to play at the end of our show. And... I hope that that awakens something in some people. <laughs> Can you give us a little preview of a couple things? I remember we talked like a lot about health classes oh, yeah. and how like there should be part of the things. It was less like focus on like how there's only one type of healthy body because I've had a lot of health classes like that and they suck. Um, more like the LGBT friendly 
things taught in health classes. What are the things? Um, yeah, we wrote this at the very beginning of this. We wrote this like a month ago. Um, I think we have it. I don't want to read it to you. That feels no, like no, no, no. I was just asking um, for a little preview. It's okay. It's okay. It's less, been a while. We're just trying to remember them. Yeah. Um, less stores having no like gendered sections, just clothes. That would be nice. <laughs> Yeah. Amar, can I ask you a question? Yeah. So right. you you said you're 18, right? You are I'll 18? I'll be 18 on uh, August 19th. Okay, so you're about to be 18, and here we see 18 is like a quote-unquote adult, right? So you're on like yeah. the cusp of being an adult or whatever, whatever. I'm just using the language out there for when someone turns 18. I'm wondering what you think of... Um, like this, it's important to hear teens' voices and, and voices of, of young people and of how they're experiencing the world around them, um, what anger they have about certain things. And, you know, I know Michaela and I have, uh, we could say anger, um, we could say disappointment, we could use other words of, of things that are happening around us also. And I'm sure that we share some of those things. For instance, like, I'm worried about uh, the climate and, and what that is doing um, and, and how much suffering it's causing. And I, I'm wondering for you as someone who's turning 18, how do we also, um, and do you think it's important to bring teens and adults together um, to explore that anger? Are there ways that we can kind of bridge that gap between what's going on for, for youth and and what we're all kind of angry about. Do you think there's ways to do that? I think there are ways to do that. I just can't think of any off the top of my head. <laughs> do you I think, think a you, lot of... Go ahead. Yeah, Tyler, yeah, go ahead. I think a lot of teens' anger is at adults, so I don't know how well that would go. You think so? The yeah, that's... I, I think a lot of my anger is at adults. Not... <laughs> Not like, I don't see an adult and go, I'm angry at you. I just think about adults and think, okay, I think about adults in politics and get angry because why are so many people in politics so old? Like, why can't, I don't like that. I think that people, I think young people should be in politics because I think because we're going to live for longer. <laughs> we're going to see what plays out. So please put us in politics. <laughs> I feel like we need to like abolish politics as they exist. <laughs> More than That's like- That's fair. I see that. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's one of those like questions. It's like, do you want to seat at the same at a table? That's unequitable, or you want to get rid of the table altogether? Like, you know, like a, I don't want. Yeah, to I just want to live in a small hippie commune. In your in your show, I, I'm also curious about um, if you think about if if at all you think about teens around the world. So, my guess is that most of us want the same thing. And, and so, you know, even like some of the things I'm just kind of hearing you say is like to be accepted and, and loved and to like be able to move around your lives without pain and suffering. 
do you think about teens around the world? Do you think that they want the same things? Do you talk at all about um, anything going on around other countries in the show? Not a ton. We talk about global warming, which is obviously happening in all countries because it's global, but it is mainly focused on Vermont. Well, we don't really talk about a lot of like government things. We talk about things like things that I don't think a lot of the stuff we talk about is really place specific. It's more like a teen specific thing. We've seen about like sexual assault. Also, anyone hearing this, just, you know, we'd all much rather you not see a show that's going to trigger you than come see the show. So be warned, it's intense. It's an intense show. We talk about like sexual assault, suicide, do we? Slightly, slightly. No. Yes, we do. Joy, Joy's monologue. A little bit about self-harm, same monologue. Um, we have a huge uh, BLM scene in yeah, the song. Yeah, it's so good. It's so, so good. Um, we there's that part that they had give like speeches. That part is just like a little line of speeches. It's so good. It's so good. But it's we've started noticing that the parts that are absolutely unedited and are just written by teens are the best parts of this show because teens have more creative energy than we get credit for um and we're smarter than we get credit for <laughs> nothing is really place specific it's more just general issues. social issues yeah okay that was uh silas and amar that you are listening to uh, talking about the musical Listen Up, a reminder that it's going to be playing at Landmark College in Putney, August 10th and 11th at 7.30. You uh, will be able to visit the website to get tickets, and we'll definitely put that on our Facebook. Uh, Lauren, just curious what you thought about some of the issues that they talked about that they're either struggling with or have anger or thoughts around. Yeah, well, I understand why there's so much anger uh, about the world that we're living in. Yeah, I think, I think it was Silas who started out um, talking about how many standards there are just to live in the world, how many expectations there are for people just to live in the world and to go against them, how challenging that is and where so much she talked about, you know, that anger that she has, you know, a lot of it stemming from those expectations and those standards and I you know I completely understand mm -hmm. it's not it's not easy no not at all I just heard word that our friend Corey Sorensen is listening in so I'm gonna give uh -huh. him a shout out hey Corey <laughs> <laughs> we miss you <laughs> all right Lauren um, do you want to introduce the next song? I think a different friend of ours had a request that he wanted to play, Josh. Yes, this is goes out to Josh. He sent us this song by Brittany Howard. It's called 13th Century Metal. Here we go. Thank you. 
to spread the enlightenment of love, compassion, and humanity to those who are not touched by its light. I stand to protect and focus myself in the betterment of my fellow being. We are brothers and sisters, each and every one. I promise to love my enemy and never become that which is not God. I dedicate my spirit in the service of what is good and fair and righteous. Indigo Radio, you're listening to with Lauren and Anna, and we've been listening to Silas and Amar talk about the musical Listen Up. We're going to go to the last part of this interview, and then we'll be back to close out the show. Thanks so much for being with us today. Right now, and just say Vermonters, okay? Just think about Vermont. Both of you have grown up in Vermont, right? What would you say if you had to think about like maybe the top three things to name them that Vermonters in general struggle with? What would you say they are? Mm-hmm. I'm going to need some time to think about that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hard one. Yeah. I mean, one thing, Vermont is filled with a lot of small towns. And in like growing up in the same small town your whole life, it's so easy to get like into a rut and just feel like there's nothing to do with your life. And you see the same people every day or you don't see anyone every day. And it feels so closed Like there's just nothing to do with your life and you can forget that there's a whole world and it just feels like there's only your town and it's so small and there's nothing to do and you can't do anything with your life. Hmm. So I think since there's so many small towns, a lot of people feel like that, especially younger people. Now I have to think of two more. (laughs) (laughs) How about you? What do you see around you? Yeah. Even if you think of one, what do you think Vermonters are facing? Sorry, I'm just trying to think really hard. That's okay. 
I think that Vermont has like a lot of like LGBTQ plus represent like a lot of teens who are or are like coming out and stuff like that. And I know that like Vermont laws are like not like like saying no to that. They're like more of like accepting. Yeah, okay. I think a lot of parental stuff go through that too. Yeah. Oh, one thing we did though, I was we were talking when we were working on our list of demands. Um, one of the things was more like LGBTQ teen centers. And I was curious and I said, if your town has one of those, raise your hand. And no one raised their hands. <laughs> so not more, but just, you know, start with some. <laughs> we had a couple lines about that in our in in the scene that we wrote that was cut. But um <laughs> Yeah. Michaela, can I ask you a question? <laughs> of course. What do you think Vermonters face struggles? Well, in this day, I mean, I don't, one of the challenges I think in Vermont is that Vermont thinks it's so special. <laughs> and I think the Vermont struggles yeah. with the other <laughs> thing. I was going to say that too. <laughs> And I don't think Vermont is that special. And I think that people are struggling with the same things that other people around the world are struggling with. Um, I think housing is a huge issue in Vermont. Um, having access to housing, um, having access to affordable housing, which is also um, one of the challenges for diversifying the state is that people wanna come here, but often they can't find a place to live here uh, or they can't find the job that they, that they want here. So I think that employment is also an issue here and looking at like, and the vision, you know, I mean, I think that I have to say, I struggled living in Vermont my first five years. I really like, was like, I want out of here. <laughs> um, and and seeing it through the eyes of, a, as, a, as a parent is kind of different. Like, I think it's, I don't know what y'all think, but I think it's such a cool place to be a little kid but we have to make it a better yeah. place to be an adolescent mm -hmm. and a better place yeah, it's, to be an adult. Go ahead. Silas. Rattlebro especially is so fun to be a little kid in, <laughs> but then you kind of grow out of it and you're like, okay, and now I'm done. Please get me out. That's the problem. But, um, is, yeah. Okay. We need to keep people yeah. here. Like we need to make the, like the whole your whole life technicolor not just like the beginning and the end like all the old folk you move back here oh i shouldn't say that all the seasoned adults move back here to live the end of their life but like there's this whole thing in the middle yeah i mean i do kind of think your life is for adventuring so i don't think people should stay in the same town their whole lives but yeah i agree also I, I was also going to say something about how Vermont thinks it's really special. And we all think that, like, oh, it's Vermont. We are already so progressive. We're such activists here. But but no. <laughs> like, I feel like some people think, it's Vermont. We don't have climate change here. It's Vermont. Yeah. It's Vermont. That's not true. We could not breathe. There was so much smoke in the air that we had to leave rehearsal. There was so much smoke. It was insane. We couldn't see the mountains or the trees. We couldn't see anything. The moon was red. It was insane. I couldn't breathe. I like almost passed out. Uh, someone did pass out. 
like three other people couldn't breathe and we all had to go sit in the director's car with the air conditioning on. We listened to Queen and had an apocalypse party and ate crackers. <laughs> That's a genuine true story because the world was ending because there was so much smoke in the air that no one could breathe and you couldn't see anything. We were in a field surrounded by mountains and trees as Vermont does and you couldn't see any of it. It was all, it was just gray. It was just gray. It was insane and I hated it and it made me so sad and so scared and I did not like it. In fact, okay, then later that night, we, you could take a flashlight and see the flashlight beam because there was so much smoke. Like it didn't go into From nothing. The fires? It just wasn't a sky. From the fires? In Oregon. In, or yeah, in, in yeah. Oregon, that's so yeah. far away. It was nuts. I hated it. And it's going to keep happening until we do something about it. So please, do something about it, because we can't. That's my little rant. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I think we can all do things. I mean, even if you think about your show, you're doing something, right? You're you're bringing it to Yeah, town. I just mean, like, I just mean, like, I don't have any power <laughs> like politically wise i can't like sign things and make things happen so if you can please do something <laughs> thank you you know i i'm gonna disagree though with you and i'm gonna use your own words in that the way this um this hour started with you both of you were telling us uh the power you had to change the scripts right of the of the, your show to say actually this is not what teens say and so we're going to talk to these adults and we're going to change it and you did right yeah some of the greatest writing that uh one of our cast members did though was not allowed in the script and it was we fought really hard on it because it um one of our sponsors was not in agreement with what she had to say and the whole point of the show is that we're not all in agreement and we all have different perspectives and different opinions and it's about the voices of vermont teens but if they don't like one of the voices of a vermont team they don't they just don't allow it in that's ridiculous mm. um and it's not in and we wow. didn't win but yeah it's a beautiful monologue well, hopefully one day we'll hear it. Yeah. The other, the other piece I think though, that's really true is that um, what we forget is that so many people, young people especially also struggled to make change in all kinds of social movements throughout the world. And so that often the social movements and I've been reading a lot about social movements, um, they start with young people and and they are carried by young people to the adults. And so if you think about civil rights in this country, even anti-apartheid in South Africa, like all of those were like the young people and it started in schools, like young people walking out of school. So know that yeah. often young people are teaching the adults. And so I think that this show is another time for us to learn from and listen to um, what y'all have. Do either of you have any last words as we wrap up here um, for our listeners? Do you want to like sing a little 
song or do you want to like go out with like and to like give us like a little preview <laughs> i think that uh, a lot of people or anyone who will come to the show will find something that they'll either agree with or reflect on which i think would be nice yeah and i think everyone will see something that they relate to yeah nice awesome and so can you tell us no again song, no song no song <laughs> We could sing something. Yeah, let's do it. We could just do the chorus of Great. one of the songs. Perfect. Uh, the song's called I'm Fine. Sounds perfect. Okay. I'm fine. You're fine. I'm fine. You're fine. But none but of us are fine, fine all the time. time. I'm fine. You're fine. I'm fine. You're fine. Our feelings are folded up to time. After I pass you by, that didn't go very yeah. well. We could sing a different song because that didn't go very you well. You wanted us to do a different song or is that okay? <laughs> I, I loved it. <laughs> I didn't like that. I did not oh, like that. Give us another one if you want. I'll, I'll, I'll do some good editing. <laughs> You're my person, my better half. The, the one, one who can make me always laugh. Just hold on tight and don't let go. go. You're, You're my person. person. The one I love who makes me feel like I'm enough. So just know I won't let go. I won't let go. That one's called My Person. Yeah. Uh, that was lovely. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> well, Amar and, and Silas, I think, I don't know if Michaela's still there. She may have had to go, but. um. Thank you so, so much uh, for being with Indigo Radio. Do you want to tell us again the dates that are coming up in this area? August 10th and 11th in Putney. August 10th and 11th in Putney. We're going to put it on our uh, Facebook and social media, so we'll make sure we put it out there. Um, bye, Michaela. Bye, Michaela. Thank you so much for being with us on Indigo Radio. It, it was awesome to talk to you. And... You know, I hope that like all of us, I think there is a lot of anger and despair. And so we have to kind of really like help each other through that and and fight for a better world. So I hope to yeah, be in that with you too. Yeah, this isn't a show of despair. There's a lot of fun in it. It's very brightly colored and uh, big and the songs are great. And there, there is a lot of happiness in this show as well. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, because that, that's what carries us through, right? Like the hope and the joy that life also brings. Okay, that was uh, Silas and Amar from the Listen Up Project talking about the show. And the show, just once again, is going to be at Landmark College August 10th and 11th at 7.30. And you can get... Um, the tickets and more information at listenupvt.org. Uh, we will also put that info on the our Facebook page. Um, Lauren, any last thoughts as, as you listen to the interview with these teens? Oh, I just so enjoyed hearing them sing at the end. Um, Very sweet. And yeah, I, you know, as soon as, as Silas said, I think, you know, we don't have any power. I'm so glad the conversation turned around and that, you know, they ended with singing mm -hmm. because we, we do. Yeah. Yeah. If only I think all of us 
could know the power that we have. And I think these mm -hmm. teens do have, have a lot of um, energy and creativity. And I think that we really uh, encourage people to go out and see the show, check out the website, uh, and go and support these teens. I think that's important. Um, Lauren, what are we going to go out with today? Well, we have some Tina Turner. Should we do that one? My favorite. <laughs> <laughs> we got a little proud Mary. Yes, please. Coming up. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. We'll be back next week. You know, every now and then, I think you might like to hear something from us. Nice. Easy. Up There's just one the thing. Down in the city. You see, we never, ever do nothing. Working for the man nice. every night and Easy. day. We always but do it. Never lost nice. One minute and rough. And now we're but we're going to take the beginning of this song and do it. Easy. Big wheel, but then we're going to do the finish. Turning. Rough. Proud Mary. It's the way we do. Proud Mary. And we're rolling. rolling.